friends. Thanks for listening to Pick Your Battles. I'm Kayla. And I'm Dana. And this is episode three. Woohoo! Battle of the Feeding. Dun, dun, dun. So when we first started, we asked people to let us know what their mom or parenting fails were. And last episode, we talked about um, strapping babies in or forgetting to strap babies in, uh, into their car seat and some other ones. And we also got ones that were talking about bottle feeding and breastfeeding and nursing and all of that. So yes. we wanted to save that for its own episode. That's right. Because it's a big topic. It is a big topic. So one of the feedbacks that we got, the biggest one probably, was people feeling bad that they stopped breastfeeding too soon or that they just couldn't breastfeed. So we all know the saying, breast is best. Yes. And to a certain degree, biologically, that is what the female body is made to do is to produce the milk to feed the baby. Right. But there's so much more that goes into feeding your child than just what your body naturally produces. Totally. And we are not Neanderthals anymore. Nope. We are not trying to build a fire. (laughs) Okay. We have great supplemental supplies with formula that have really come a long way. Yeah. And for me personally, I planned to breastfeed Wyatt Mm -hmm. just because that was something I think I wanted to experience. But right from the get-go, it was not as easy as I think I thought it would be. Yeah. And I assumed it would be. Right. You think it just would come naturally because it's what we're literally, it's what our boobs are made to do. Totally. Like, that's their whole purpose. And it is not easy. No. It is painful. It is a learning curve and like... Every single aspect that I think I, yeah, I agree. I wasn't prepared for. Yeah. And when I went from the labor and delivery room to uh, like the mother baby area of the hospital, they were like, oh, you know, do you want to see a lactation consultant? I'm like, sure. What do I know? Right. That's her title. So I'm assuming she knows more than I do. Yeah. So she came in and I mean, she... Just dove right into my boobs. Ugh. I mean, she was manhandling those puppies like I had known her for years. And I was <laughs> like, damn. And I mean, she's like flicking and grabbing oh, and no. pulling. And I'm like looking at Jimmy and he's like, uh, you want to take her out for dinner? <laughs> and so Wyatt had at the time like a high palate on the roof of his mouth, I guess. Okay. Which, in her expertise, she was like, oh, he's going to, like, latch harder. Mm-hmm. And she was right. Oh, no. When we got home, you know, I was doing everything she was telling me and, like, holding him, like, the certain way and with the boppy pillow and all of these things. And I just, for the life of me, was like, this is not fun. Ugh. And I would have to, like, psych myself up to feed him. Yeah. And when they're days old, it's every hour every hour and a half Uh uh-huh and i just remember looking at jimmy this one time i was in our living room in our like recliner like rocking chair and i just looked at him and i was just 
crying. I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. It stressed me out so badly. And I knew that I had to feed him, but I didn't want to. But that's not an option. I can't just not feed my child. Right. And so Jimmy was like, let's just do formula. Let's just do formula. It's not that big of a deal. And I didn't really feel like badly about giving him formula i more felt bad for myself that like i couldn't do it yeah and like why couldn't i do it right what's the matter with me we gave him formula and i still pumped Mm -hmm. and for me that was my solution yeah because i was able to go upstairs in our room have 20 30 minutes of like alone time oh yeah so for me that's exactly what i needed right the pump didn't have the same sensation as when I was actually nursing. So I was like, oh, this is great. This is the best of both worlds. If I need to go pump, someone else, anyone else, whatever, can feed him a bottle. Right. I can just shut off for a second. Yeah. And so for a while, that was that was awesome. We were in a great routine. Well, then I had the clogged milk duct. Oh, no. Something people don't tell you. <laughs> It was so painful, not just the first time, not just the second time, all three times. Oh, my gosh. So painful. And I also had mastitis, which is an infection. And I thought I was coming down with the flu. I had the chills. I had aches. Keep in mind, this is still 2020. So I'm thinking I have COVID. Yeah. I have all of the symptoms. And luckily... One of my bestest friends in the whole wide world is a nurse practitioner. But Stephanie was my, like, guiding light because I was like, is this normal? I'm sending her pictures of my nipples and discharge and all this stuff. And she's like, nope, that's definitely mastitis. Oh, no. So. I mean, thank goodness you had her. Totally. That you could just, like, send her those pics. (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. I want to be done. Uh Uh-huh. But your body is still used to producing all of this milk. Right. So you can't just stop cold turkey. Mm-hmm. You have to like wean yourself off of it. But then that's how you can get clogged ducts is by like not nursing or not pumping. So then I'm just like, so I'm just going to lose no matter what. Yeah, you're in a vicious cycle yeah. at that point. Uh. So I probably like seven months. Okay. And I think I would be lying if I was like, I could have done it longer. Like it really wasn't that big of a deal. Right. But when you're working full time... It's hard it's when you're working full time. Yes. I would I I'm not a stay-at-home mom, but it's probably also hard when you're a stay-at-home mom. Like it's it's dedication. Whether you're pumping, whether you're breastfeeding, it is your whole life. Mhm. Yeah. Nothing prepares you for that. Yeah. So I will say my lactation consultant in the hospital was completely different. Uh she came in at 3 a.m. And it was, like, the first time I had, like, actually gotten to sleep for, like, 20 minutes. And she comes in, Jay, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, it's good. I think Xander was still asleep. Um, And she's like, is she latching all right? And I'm like, I think so. Like, she's doing something down there. I don't know, like, really what to look for, you know. Um, But Mason was sleeping at the time. She's like, do you want to wake her up and we can try? And I was like, no. No, I don't. Um, like most babies, they say that first night they sleep really hard because mm. they're so tired. Mason did not. She 
wanted to be held. She was like awake every 20 minutes. She was cluster feeding right out of the get go. It was a nightmare. It was like being thrown into like a fire. Like it's begun. Um, So the fact that Mason was asleep, I was like, no, I don't No, We're not waking her up. And then she proceeds to tell me about her five children that she breastfed them all for the the first year, like you're supposed to and all the benefits of it and blah, blah, blah. And like, Bitch, it's 3 a.m. I want to go to bed. I don't care about your fifth child. I'm so glad that he's doing well in preschool, but I don't care. care. <laughs> um, so I swear she was there for like 45 minutes. And at one point, Xander woke up and was like, uh, are you kidding me? She's still here? Um, and then the second lactation consultant came in at 5 a.m. And... Uh, he didn't really help much. He said, you know, she looked good, told me about the cradle hold or whatever it's called. Um, but it wasn't until I got the last nurse of the day that she was like, I actually am a lactation consultant also. And I was like, will you help me? Can you check this out? And she did. She was super helpful. She was like, oh, she actually is latching wrong. And I was like, that's good to know. Um, so she helped me a lot. But then same thing, we got home and it was so painful. There were so many times I would have to like take a deep breath right before she latched because I was in so much pain. And I remember texting Becca, our friend, and being like, so how long does this hurt? And she's like, a week or two. And I was like, oh my gosh, a week or two. And she's like, but it's so worth it. Like, just get past that. And I think mine was, like, a week and two or three days. And I was like, okay, this is manageable. I can do this. Um, but it it's just such a big commitment. And we are still breastfeeding. I pump at work. But since I've been back at work, my supply has dropped so much because I don't get to pump as often as I should. Um, and I don't put forth the amount of time that I would if I was at home because I feel rushed because there's stuff going on and I have to get back to work and I need to do this and this and this. So since I've been back at work, I've definitely noticed a diminish in my supply. Um, and now my goal is just to make it to six months. If I can make it to six months, then all right, I can be done. Yeah. At that point I'll start weaning off and we can mix in some formula. It's interesting that we have to like set these goals it's like why right like so what if she doesn't nurse for six months why is that in my head that that's the acceptable time stamp of when when it's okay to give up like when she hit five months why why was it not acceptable for her to stop at five months like why do I feel like it has to be six months and why yeah why do we put those expectations of like no we got to we got to make it a little bit longer. Right. It's Because it's funny, before I had kids, I remember it's just ingrained in your brain when someone would say, oh, I don't breastfeed, I just do formula. I thought that was weird. Mm-hmm. Not that I thought it was bad parenting, but I just didn't understand, like, that some people just physically can't. Right. Well, in that, not only that, but the emotional side of it, too it sometimes affects, like, your relationship with your spouse. Like, I'd be lying if I say there weren't times that I look at Xander and I'm like, you son of a bitch. Right. Can't you just feed her? Yeah. 
He can just feed her. Go grab some stock out of the freezer, warm that bitch up, (laughs) and feed her a bottle. But in my head, I'm like, well, I'm here. My boobs are here. They're full. Might Might as well well. feed her. I was totally jealous and totally mad at the fact that, like, the dad, albeit probably just trying to do his best to, like, care for you. Right. You know, he doesn't know. But I was mad that, like... He could just sit there. Right. And I'm like, you know what? And not be in pain? Yeah. (laughs) You son of a bitch. I'm like, you know what? You can actually feed her this bottle. You can feed him this bottle. Right. Um, And so I think that was also a battle that I was kind of going through was he, Jimmy didn't mean for me to feel alone and that I was like the sole provider. Mm -hmm. That's just how it is. Right. But the solution in our case, was I'll pump and then we can both feed him a bottle. Or when our parents are in town, instead of me having to take him. Right. Oh, they love feeding babies. Yeah. Like, give them that responsibility. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So that was sort of our, you know, how we navigated that situation. Um, And I think for new moms, moms who have 15-year-olds, whatever the case might be. I think everyone can can relate to this. Yeah. And... Everybody struggled with what to do. Um, there's a girl at work that we were talking about this the other day. She's like, oh, I formula fed both of my babies right from the get-go. The people at the hospital didn't like it, but I didn't give a shit. Right. Because she wanted her freedom. She wanted her husband to be able to help out. She needed to keep her sanity, and that's just what she did. And I was like... To me, that was never even an option that I considered because I was always just like, breast is best, right? But I think now we know fed is best. Right. Happy baby, healthy baby, that fed baby is best. And you know what? To a certain extent, like shame on those people in the hospital that put that unneeded pressure, especially on new moms. Right. Like, there's so much that you go through, and as a healthcare professional, like, we, as not healthcare professionals, are just looking for some sort of support. Yeah. And feeling that, like, shame and guilt from someone you don't even know that you'll probably never see again. Right. That's And you have Janice, who's 75 years old. Like, of course she believes breast is best. Like, they didn't have formula in her day. Right. Or it had, like, lead in it. So, yeah. of course, it was bad. Right. It's, like, it's probably one of the first battles you have as a mom is, like, the, you know, the fight within yourself of do I breastfeed, don't I breastfeed? Or maybe, you know, from the beginning you're going to, but that just still hurts. Yep. But if you breastfed and it didn't hurt you right from the get-go, I want to know who you are. Yeah. Please, you're a superhero. Right. If that shit didn't hurt I need to know your name. Yeah. <laughs> All right, friends. Thanks for listening. This was definitely one of our more serious topics. Hopefully there was a few laughs here and there, but. Um, one that deserves attention. Exactly. Yep. So we figure by now you guys may be sick of hearing only our voices. So yep. we're going to introduce a new segment. It's called the Xander Zone. What's up, Xander? All right. How are we doing today? Great. So good. That's wonderful. Welcome, everyone, to the Xander Zone. 
where I ask questions um, out of the blue that don't really make sense, and it's a fun time. So, would you rather step on a Lego or step in pee? Pee. Lego. Why? Really? Wow. Because there's nothing more infuriating than stepping on a Lego. I mean, yes, but also, uh, I don't know, something about stepping in anything wet and cold when you have socks on, too. Like, it's a... What if you don't have a sock on? It's still disgusting. And then to look down and see that your sock is yellow. What if it's a black sock? It's still wet. And the puddle is yellow. I don't know. Lego all day. It makes me want to punch a wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll step on a Lego over stepping in pee. Okay. No thanks. I'll take the pee. All right, all right. Would you rather give up the wine or give up the coffee? Mm. Wine. I agree. I think wine. Why? Coffee gets you out of bed. It gets me out of bed. That was my, it still is my motivator in the morning. No kidding. It's all I think about in the morning. Cup of, cup of joe. You smell it and it's like, okay, I can do it. The classic cup of joe. All yeah. right. Would you rather clean up poop or clean up puke? Poop. Poop. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Poop it is. Yep. Would you rather sleep in or take a good nap? Sleep in. Uh, I just want to sleep in. Yeah. Just till like nine. That's it. I just want to sleep until nine. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes naps throw me off. I have to be like not feeling well or like pissed to take a nap. <laughs> a pissed off nap doesn't even sound good. I know, but I just have to sleep it off. And then you wake up after a good nap and you're like, what day is it? Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have your toddler cut their own hair or have your toddler cut your hair? Oh, oh cut their own hair. Yeah. That is great content for their wedding their graduation party, their first boyfriend or girlfriend. Also, it's easy to be like, yep, my kid cut their hair, and other people are like, aw, ha, ha, ha. But if you're like, yeah, my kid cut my hair, people are going to be like, yikes. Walking around looking like a goofball? Right. No, thank you. I do that <laughs> plenty on my own. Right. I'm glad that you want your kids to be playing with scissors. That's great. All right. Oh, uh, well, that wasn't the question. That was the question. That was the question. I don't know. All right. Would you rather your child be the reason that their sports team always loses or the reason that their team always wins but they cheat? Mm. What uh, sport are we talking about? Basketball. It's, I mean, oh. it's probably basketball. Probably basketball. Well, then. Why it will be the kid that makes our team lose <laughs> if he inherits my skills. I was a third string point guard in eighth grade. I don't like to brag, but why it's gonna be naturally gifted. Yeah. I think if it's just basketball Don't Yeah, Mason, I think so too. I think uh I'm she's gonna win and she might Yeah, we're gonna cheat. I think we're gonna cheat. It's just basketball. Oh. Yeah. Maybe we're not gonna cheat. I'm like mom. <laughs> no, she takes after dad. We are not cheaters. In this household, I don't know. She I has think. your feet, Xander. Absolutely, she oh, does. Oh God! I anyway. know. <laughs> that means she hopefully can be not great her toes, at basketball. though, <laughs> <laughs> or her ankles. <laughs> All right, last question, and it's a good one. 
Would you rather breastfeed your kid until they're 16 or have them completely stop aging in body and mind at two years old? What a question. Oh, stop aging at two for sure. Hands down. I couldn't make it two weeks breastfeeding, so uh, 16 years of that, nah. And plus, I like this age. And they get their adult teeth. Oh, I... Oof. I think I'm still going to go with this breastfeeding till they're 16 because, hear me out, if they stop aging at two, you don't get to, like, watch them go to prom, watch them drive their first car, watch them get married. Like, you have to take care of them for the rest of your life as a two-year-old. Can you imagine being 80 years old and having a two-year-old? Would breastfeeding your child till they're 16 cause some trauma? Yeah, here's what's going to happen. Uh, Mason... Uh, your mom is here for your feeding. Mason, please come to the office. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. <laughs> so I say yes. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Trauma.com. Trauma.com. You're welcome, Mason. <laughs> She's staring at us like, please uh, do something about that. Keep me out of that. <laughs> Auntie Dana, don't let her do it. <laughs> don't let her do it, say. <laughs> that was good, Xander. Good right. question. Well, until next time, thank you for listening to The Xander Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I love the dedication. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening. And just remember, it's okay to pick your battles. And it's okay if you pick the wrong one. Mm-hmm.